0: If you've been binging my free content here on this podcast or over on my YouTube channel, I want to take a quick second before I start this episode to thank you so much for being here but the free stuff will only get you so far. So if you want my complete proven blueprint for opening a successful and sustainable play cafe or indoor playground business that is profitable from day one, I want to invite you to join me inside my signature course play cafe Academy head to the show notes right now to get instant on-demand access to all 12 modules, your detailed pre-launch checklist, your 34 page business plan template, your plug and play financial model to help you estimate your startup costs and project your revenue and everything you need to save time, money, and frustration throughout your opening process. For a limited time right now, you'll also get an entire month of free access To Playmaker Society, my invite-only membership created exclusively for Play Cafe Academy students who want to work with me personally to optimize and scale their businesses through coaching, guest experts, templates, and -and plug-and-play resources, plus collaboration with over 200 other owners, and so much more. The price for Play Cafe Academy will go up before 2022 is over. So lock in the current price and get all the exclusive bonuses, including a month inside Playmaker Society and getting a chance to work with me personally by heading to the show notes and choosing your preferred way to pay in full or over time right now. I will see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of. I created the Profitable Play podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party based business. Hey, Playmakers, happy Friday. So as you likely know, if you've been listening for a while, I like to give really quick tips on Friday or answer listener questions, so that's exactly what we're going to do today. But to be honest, this was not my favorite podcast episode to create because it is not a fun topic, but it is a very important one nonetheless. So please just give me a moment of your time this Friday because It could save your butt from getting sued. A couple weeks back, I talked about how to host profitable character events at your indoor playground business, and I interviewed Tiffany, the owner of My Play Cafe, over on my YouTube channel, which I'll link in the show notes, and I even shared some takeaways here on this podcast on episode 144 but one thing I didn't really get into is the legalities around using trademarked character names in your event names and marketing materials. Now, as you know, I'm not qualified to give legal advice. So in this podcast episode, we're just going to pretend that we're two business BFFs having coffee. Okay. Be really careful with what names and likenesses you use because Many corporations like Disney and many estates like the Dr. Seuss estate, for example, are extremely litigious and will gladly drop thousands and thousands of dollars on legal fees without batting an eye to sue you for trademark infringement if they catch you using their protected characters. And you might be listening thinking, Disney surely has better things to do than come after me as a small business owner, right? Wrong. They are so invested in protecting their brand and characters, honestly, as they should be, that they will not hesitate to make an example of a small business to then deter other small businesses from following suit. And no pun intended there. And this has happened enough times by now where a precedent has been set. And It is truly just not worth the risk to your small business. And you'll probably notice that companies that do this full-time, like character entertainment companies, you will pretty much never catch them using trademark names because they know just how risky it is and they've seen other small businesses fall to these litigious companies. Now, not all trademark or copyright owners are quite as litigious as Disney, or the Dr. Seuss estate. Like, for example, Ludo, the company who produces Bluey and owns that trademark, has honestly up until now not chosen to step in and litigate when small businesses use the character's name and likeness. Now, could they decide to change that policy at any time and shut down the use of their character by others? Sure. You need to weigh all of these factors and make your own best decision and judgment for your small business. This is not a one size fits all here. I linked an article in the show notes that I found really helpful when researching this topic. And of course, seek legal advice if you are unsure of what you are doing or advertising is legal. But you follow a lot of play spaces on social media and The number of pages and companies that I see using real character names like Elsa and Anna, it really frightens me because if you do that, you are putting your entire livelihood and future at risk. We have a running list in Playmaker Society of potential alternatives for popular character names that are totally above board and legal to use, but are still very recognizable for your customers. And I promise you, it's not going to result in a loss of sales. Like, for example, Elsa can be referred to as the Snow Queen or the Ice Queen, and she and Anna are often referred to as the Snow Sisters. And any parent who has ever seen Frozen will know exactly what that means. And Trademark covers the likeness of characters in addition to the name. So you also cannot use the cartoon renderings that are put out by Disney for your advertisements either. I instead prefer to use pictures of the actual character that will be attending to ensure that I am staying safe. And again, this can be a gray area too. So seek legal advice and counsel if you're at all unsure or nervous. So for example, if I'm hiring a princess character company, I'll ask them if I can use one of their Elsa pictures or Anna pictures or whoever I'm hiring to be at a particular event to use for my advertisements. And because it's a win-win for both of us to sell out the event, they're usually just fine with doing so. And you can use names such as Glass Slipper Princess, you can use Mermaid Princess, Archer princess, frog princess, beauty princess, and similar names like that. And when it comes to superheroes, you can use things like bat hero, superhero, wonder hero, man hero of steel, things like that. You can get creative and again remain very recognizable with your customers without infringing on any trademarked or copyrighted material. So your play of the day is to do a little audit of your current events and marketing materials and make sure the character names and event titles you are using will not get you into hot water because it can and does happen. And it's just not a risk that I'd be willing to take at this point or really at any point in my business. So if you have any questions or anything like that, again, seek legal advice, or you can DM me on Instagram. Or as I said, this is a really common topic that we talk about in Playmaker Society. So as always, we would love to have you join us, whether you're a prospective owner just getting started or a seasoned current owner that's just looking to optimize their business and collaborate with other successful owners. So as always, if you enjoyed this tip and found it helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. I appreciate it so, so much. Have a great day, Playmakers, and I will see you right back here on the